Greetings, welcome to this episode of our mini-series How Talent Acquisition Works, an Inside View. I'm Anthony Haynes, I'm Communications Director of FJ Wilson Talent Services. Now, throughout this series, we'll be seeking to shed light on what goes on within a talent agency with the aim of helping our stakeholders, organisations and individuals to develop a perspective on how to work with a talent agency most effectively. The series explores the talent acquisition process from the perspective of each of the roles involved. So for the most part, the series is arranged by role with an interview for each of the major roles involved in the process. This episode is devoted to a pivotal role in talent acquisition, namely the role of administrator. And I'm delighted to say I have with me to explore this role someone who's doing the job at the moment, and that is Josh Turner. So welcome, Josh. Hello, it's good to have me. Thanks for thanks for having me on. I'm excited. Well, thank you very much. I'm de- delighted to to have you as a guest. Now, the word administrator will mean something to everyone. But I guess at the same time, it's quite a vague label. It could cover many different types of work and activity. So my first question to you is, what's what's the purpose of the administrator role? What's the administrator role in talent acquisition designed to, to achieve? The purpose is mainly to support other members of the team with the administrative bulk that comes with their roles giving them as much time as they need to make sure the roles within the team are like done as well as it can be, I guess. So I would help with like the documentation of CVs and cover letters as well as like mm-hmm. interview invitations. Yeah. I would help with the systems and making sure our records are reliable so information can be mm-hmm. easily accessed by other members of the team. I w- if they need help with anything else, if I need to sit in briefings with clients, I'll assist with that as well. Just try and make everything go as smoothly as possible, I guess. Mm. Mm. Well, I've seen an example of that this morning, actually. We um, we, we had a, an issue that needed to be resolved with a client and um, normally would have been dealt with by our managing director, Fiona Wilson, but she's away, so I was covering for her. I didn't know the context, and so... You, straight away you're reliant on the administration like you know what's it what's the job brief description that we're dealing with here let's have the paperwork what what happened in the briefing meeting let's have the paperwork so what you're saying about supporting people is just so true that actually the thing will just break down without the role of the administrator but let me ask you a bit more about so so what do, what do you actually do then you know i think you've explained very clearly what the purpose is but what do you do? How do, how do you spend your time? What demands on time your time are there in talent acquisition? So there's a lot of things I cover, but there's like three critical things mm-hmm. specifically that I wanted to go over. Yep. So as I mentioned before, format, formatting is like a key part of the role. So I'll be formatting CVs and cover letters as well as interview invitations. A lot of clients would yep. like headers on the CVs, so we'll send over some like... Yes bits of information on each candidate so it means collecting bits of information from our systems and our records on the candidate and if we don't have that go back to them make sure we do have all the information required it would also mean yes proofreading Mm -hmm. with our team being fairly small i I guess a lot of our 
responsibilities overlap and everyone's always willing to help mm. out and stuff. So it's usually two people doing the yeah. CVs. I, I, I'd do the bulk yeah. and then I would ask someone to check, do a final check over it, really. And yes. the in- interview invitations, as I mentioned, that a lot of clients would send over the invites themselves. I'd like to do that, but we would send a support right. supporting like document, which will just cover the generic information as well as a bit yes. of maybe advice and other links to the resources that, that we mm. provide that might provide them a bit of uh, support, I guess, if they're a bit nervous or there's a presentation involved, um, it can support with that as well. Yes. So so it's interesting. I think the main criterion we use for evaluating the resources that we produce, the print resources and the podcasts and the webinars and so on, is it's precisely what you just said, which is do they then support the process are they things that we can share with candidates or employers to support support the process yeah, but uh, i interrupted your flow what's it's, the, what's the second no it's all right that was, that was a good point i was also going to say that we also gather links to client uh, resources mm-hmm. as well so we'll try and provide what information we can find on like maybe there's an annual report mm. that might be useful in a in interview situation yeah or maybe there's some linkedin profiles of the interviewers that might be useful to the to the candidate so yeah we're just trying to support in whatever way we can but yes got maybe yeah. moving on to an, another another part of the yes, role yeah, please do yeah please so do so this is a weekly task i'll try and gather all the invoicing information to send over to our accounts team this also would involve creating a forecasting uh document mm-hmm. which sort of gives fiona a bit of scope on what money's coming in and yeah. what invoices need to be sent and stuff so it just gives as well as the team as well yeah. if if they're separated from that they don't really see what the work has been doing so we do like to bring up in meetings whether they enjoy it or not some of the boring money talk that that the yes. work has yeah. like resulted in yes so yeah, yeah that's that's quite a vital important part of my role i guess that wasn't always there we introduced this like weekly meeting mm-hmm. and well we've changed the structure of it i guess uh quite quite a few times but it seems to be really working for us now and this is this is the best way to do it so we can all see this part of the business i guess yeah it seems it seems to me that the, the more you describe your work the, the more evident it is that it's really a sort of hub you're right at the hub of the business in the sense that you you know a good deal about what's going on within each team or within each department. It is very it seems to me a good role for getting an overview of what the business as a whole is doing. Yeah, I think Fiona's used the phrase the umbrella, like she wants me to cover cover the mm. whole team. And a lot of yeah, uh, say Lena or Olga, the researchers, they'll be very invested in uh, specific roles and have a lot of in depth knowledge specifically about certain yeah. roles. But uh, I guess. I will have more of like overarching knowledge, a bit more spread out across the team, yes. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Now, one of the big things we major on is contingency. That's to say, we hope people are not going to be away ill, but sometimes they are, and they certainly go away on holiday. And, and we always want to think, well, there needs to be someone in the company each time who knows what's going on with each role. So I think what you're talking about there, about the sort of, to some extent, overlap, but also mutual support is relevant. Yeah, there. yeah definitely. Mm. Uh, now, every everyone in the talent agency liaises with external stakeholders, either um 
clients, particularly their hiring managers and HR departments, or job seekers or, or candidates, individuals. And I think um, if we're frank, there are certain times where um, these stakeholders can do things that perhaps aren't <laughs> as helpful as we might wish. But a lot of the time, um, we're working with people who actually make the whole process easier for everyone by um, adopting some good practice. So I'm just asked, I'd be interested to know what do you find these stakeholders can do to help ensure that things move smoothly and uh, achieve successful outcomes? I think honest and reliable communication with us is quite important. Mm. Just sort of, it creates that openness between us and the mm. client. And then also that helps like the, the candidate information we get from the candidate that's all mm. it, it just feels like a more easy channel for the information to flow from the it just it's a more fluid process i guess everything becomes yes. more fluid when we have the visibility on what the client's doing and what the candidates are doing yeah something that's yeah. quite good and we appreciate is when clients will just see seals in with any comms whatever comms they have with candidates because some clients do like to keep control of candidates when they like somebody mm. it is nice to just be cc'd in and be able to see yeah what's been discussed and offers and things like that yes yeah that's a great bit of yeah it helps a lot yes it, it strikes me as as with actually many aspects of many businesses the key thing is there mustn't be any nasty surprises for people. You don't want people to suddenly discover things. So I didn't know anything about this. What's going on here? That always creates uh, anxiety and it can erode trust yeah, as definitely. well. Okay, thank you. So implicit in, in the way you've described the role uh, is a need for actually many different types of skills to get it done. So could I ask you to make some of those explicit and in particular just highlight for us let's say one or two skills that you find really important in doing your work yeah of course i've had a little think about this and mm -hmm. i would say communication is probably the key yeah. skill that i use or utilize the most yeah and i guess the team sort of rely on that when i'm in this supportive mm. sort of role when they're asking me to yes. do things or or help with things i i need to sort of be reliable in the way I respond. Yeah. I, I know when I first started yes. this role, I was very much a yes man, um, just say, saying yes to, <laughs> to whatever. But I think a key yes. part of my role is saying no. And yeah, even, even when yeah. I do say, uh, yes, I, I would say, what would I say? I would say, yes, I'll do this. I'll do that. Um, but I would, I wouldn't give timings and odd things. I would just yeah. try and pick it up and then add it to a list and do it when I could. Yeah. But, um, I've yeah. got into the habit of saying, yes, I will do this short, even shortly is good. Uh, just at yeah. 10 minute, in 10 minutes or after lunch, just a little signal to help other members of the team uh, sort of plan their days as well. If, if they're waiting on me for things, it also gives them the chance to say, Oh no, not after lunch. I do this now or whatever. Not yes. like, yeah, the yes. communication with the yeah. team is quite good anyway. So no other 
of yes. the offended. Yeah. Yes. Mm. No, I think I think you put your finger on absolute key skill, like <laughs> learning to say no, and then if you don't say no, it's amazing how you regret it. You think, <laughs> Why on earth have I committed myself to that kind of onus or that kind of burden, that kind of yeah, pressure? Exactly. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it gets yeah. too much, doesn't it? Especially on a Friday like today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, and I think I think I'm interested that you highlighted communication because actually that's coming out. I'm actually interviewing pretty well all the team, and actually that keeps coming up. Um, the important it's importance of communication within the team and also with with our external stakeholders it's it's clearly the number one requirement if you're going to work in a talent yeah, agency definitely and i think linking with that communication planning and prioritization is something mm. maybe a bit more specific to my role mm. like i said when when people are asking you to do things you need to sort of fit it into your schedule whether it's 10 minutes or yeah. an hour or, or however long it takes yeah and in the busy times it does get a bit overwhelming or whatever but you just need to be yes. honest, yeah. honest with yourself and honest with the other people yeah. on the team i guess about what you what you're available to do yes yes it's a notion of opportunity cost isn't it is if you spend the next quarter of an hour doing one thing you can't eat spend the same quarter of an hour doing something else yeah. so you have to prioritize and make sure you're doing the thing that matters yeah. yes. and then when it does get quiet i guess just uh, picking up on 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 mm. the things that maybe you've neglected for a while that you, you've not had that's not as critical so josh i think you've given us a real window into exactly what the administrator does but also why and how do these things get done and uh, i really appreciate uh, you being prepared to go into some of the detail of the daily work so josh thank you very much thanks for indeed. having me i've enjoyed speaking to you today it's been yeah, a pleasure this podcast is produced by dr bart hallmark the music's by harry chalmers and the podcast is published by fj wilson talent services if you'd like to contact us about our, the services we offer, we offer recruitment services, we offer talent development services to help you develop the talent you already have on your staff, and we also offer coaching to help develop individuals. If you'd like to contact us about our services, you're, of course, very welcome to. And the best way to do that is via our website, which has a very easy uh, URL it's simply all lowercase fjwilson.com that's all one word fjwilson fjwilson.com hope to hear from you thank you for listening thank you